Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, sizes, and shapes. This is the Four Guys Roundtable Show. We're back for another great episode. And you know what? Darth Pat, do you need, do you, do you want somebody to kiss you? Do you need a kiss? You, you, he's, if the so people who are not seeing us on, on YouTube, Darth Pat has a kiss shirt on with the tongue sticking out. So I think he wants a couple. Rolling Stone shirt. Rolling I know Stone. it's a Rolling Stone shirt. Mm-hmm. I know it's ro- stop, stop, stop. I know it's a Rolling Stone shirt, but it has lips on it with a tongue hanging out. I'm being more detailed with it, okay? So I people you. get a grasp, you know. I'm I got trying to go. To grasp. I'm trying to go to uh, the adult version here. So there's lips on his shirt with a tongue sticking out. So I think he needs a little licking and kissing right now. See, let me finish my spiel first. God damn it. Okay. Now, uh, as always, third Pat, Aging Natural Coach, share me with me. And we're just hanging out, chilling. So how's everyone doing this evening? Pat said he doesn't want any kisses. <laughs> well, he, he doesn't want to steal his kisses from you. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I can call Joey the stylist up and we can make this arrangement. Uh, Darth, Darth Pat just needs it to be like, you know, May 7th, uh, May 18th. So what's May 18th? Is this the... The day? That's the uh, the day after tax season and since they extend tax day till they uh, they, uh, did, they did. You know, I was I was a little upset. My dad, uh, we started doing, you know, and I told you guys about this last year. We do this uh, charity golf tournament where we do it's a shotgun start and uh it's a four man scramble. It's on mm-hmm. May first, the day after I get my special operation. Oh God, you're not gonna be able to do shit that day, bro. <laughs> I was so the one mad. They turn you into a woman. That one. Okay. <laughs> yes, that one. I'm gonna be turned into a woman. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I was. I was a little upset. As long as you admit it and come to terms, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I've come to terms with it. That's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was like, I'm all excited. I'm like, all right, this is going to be cool. I was like, I'm going to have, I'll, because we were going to split it up and my dad was going to probably play with my brother and uh, his, our one good friend from high school. And I was going to play with my uh, other friend uh, from high school and then my brother-in-law. And then as I was like looking at it the second time, I'm like, son of a bitch. I was like. I can't even fucking play. I told my wife, I was like, I could get in the cart and ride around. And then when I got out, I could just swing it with one arm. I'll just swing my arm and (laughs) try and hit the ball. I just be the driver. Well, alcohol and driving. That's all. If I could bounce, it's going to hurt just to bounce around like in a cart. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it's going to. (laughs) Like, I'm not like, I don't even think they want me to drive. I'm not allowed to drive home that day. No, well, I'm not supposed ah. to drive. I got my my wife has got to take us home. They're like, once the see, they're like, you'll be okay, but once the anesthesia wears off, that's when the pain will kick in. I'm like, fantastic, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yes, um, please, please tell me how this goes because um, I plan on doing that sometime in the late summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know how it goes. You know, or it's fall, it's but... it's it's in due. It's due. You know, I put it off for quite a bit because to be honest with you, even though operations don't scare me, I was just scared to have this done. I'll admit I was scared to have this done because not, I I don't feel like I'm losing any, my manhood by any means. It's just like, it's that area. Like I just like, 
hesitant about that area being messed with. <laughs> Listen, I had triple, I had triple hernia. One was in my stomach and the other two were down there. And like the whole time I'm sitting there and they're like marking where the areas where the doctor has to work on or the surgeon. And I'm just like, please do not fuck up. <laughs> please do not fuck up and me wake up and something's totally different. I, I so, lose my mind. <laughs> so they were, um, they were telestrating it for you. <laughs> You know, they were like, you know, they were like, well, if you stay down here, you know, we're going to circle this area right over here. And we're going to come in here from the top and we're going to snip that right over there. And then we're going to come in from this side. We're going to boom. And that's where it's going to be. Okay, John, that was good. <laughs> that's awesome. That was good. Pat. Remember, we got to move the ball down the field if we want to score. <laughs> you got to move the ball 10 yards to get a first down. <laughs> well, uh, it's. It's funny because oh, the ball, man. the it, everything will still move down the field. It just, you know, I'm throwing an air ball. That's all. <laughs> Which is normal for you anyway. So, like, I mean, well, I'm sorry. I don't just chuck up threes and, and watch them fall in, you know. <laughs> it's raining threes oh, out here. <laughs> oh, oh man. Man. But yeah. So this weekend's been interesting. My wife left. Uh, Friday with her friends, a couple of her friends, uh, for her one friend's um, bachelorette weekend. They're doing a whole weekend. They're up at the Finger Lakes. They rent a house right on the lake there. And today was the wine tours that they did, and they had a lot of fun. Last night was the get piss ass drunk uh, night. <laughs> so and it doesn't need one night for that. Yeah, and so they. Uh, <laughs> They uh, all survived. Nobody got mad at anybody, and so that's a good thing. So they're having a lot of good fun. Uh, so I have the kids this weekend all to myself because my oldest daughter, she ran away too. Uh, she's like <laughs> – I'll let you high and dry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what my dad said too. He's like, all the ladies left your house. <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. But it's good. We had a lot of fun. I took you – know, today we went out for breakfast, and then uh, we went to got my – daughter my nine-year-old well my 10-year-old she just had a birthday um got her her a new bike helmet because her old helmet was too small and then we went grocery shopping and then we came home and then we went for a bike ride so we've been out of the house pretty much all day today which is awesome because being in the house with two kids anybody that's got kids knows being in the house with two kids like they're bound to like get on each other's nerves and then they get on your nerves and it just turns into a bad day <laughs> yes yes you can <laughs> This, uh, one kid it can be like that <laughs> probably like i'm gonna say this like four-year-old girl she like face planted at my work today off the bench and oh, i just no. sat there and laughed at her so because oh, the God. parent the parent was like not doing her job so i'm like that's what happens when the parent's not doing your job your kid face plants and what was the kid shit. doing that she fell off the that he or she fell off the bench she was jumping on our, our bench, like the try-on bench. She was jumping around on it. She fell off it, face planted. No Jeez. offense. I would have laughed because I laugh at my own kids when they do stupid shit like that. And then once I know that they're, if they're actually hurt, then I don't laugh and I pick them up and make sure they're okay. Well, I, it wasn't my kid, so I could laugh all I wanted. So I just walked away and chuckled and listened to the kid cry. And I'm like, get that fucking kid out of here. Jesus. <laughs> We are a humanitarian show. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fuck them kids. Uh, them MJF. I avoid the kids in my store. I stay away from them. They, they still, they come up and talk to me or like when I'm ringing them up, 
the girl today is like, look, I got masks and I just ignore them. I don't even acknowledge that they exist. So. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, we, we, I want you to have the kids so bad in the worst way. <laughs> I want you to see how life is going to change when you have a kid. This is going to be spectacular. I'm not going to say I love other people's kids because I definitely right. don't exactly. love like other people's kids. kids. I like but, your kid, but not So I understand where you're coming from, though. But I do, you know, like the kids that I get to know, like the kids that I've coached, my daughter's friends, things like that, those kids are always okay. It's the ones that you see that are like crazy in the stores or in the supermarket or wherever the hell you are. And they're just and like the, fucking ape the, shit off the, the wall. And you're like, oh my phone, God, shut the, shut this kid up. They're not paying attention to what their kids are doing. Those are the ones that deserve their kids to face plant. Be a better parent and your kid won't face plant. So it's just, yeah, those are the kids that I can't stand because it's not just, because it's not really the kid's fault. It's the, like, like it you're is. saying, AJ, it's the, you know, the parents that need to do, you know, do a little bit better job of paying attention because my kids, like my kids get out of line sometimes at the store. I'm not going to lie, but I think I'm right there to reel, probably do at some I'm, point. I'm right there to reel them back in. Like, you better, boy, you better stop right now. You're like, oh, <laughs> we mess around. It's the store. Like, get your shit in line. I don't use that word, but you know, <laughs> in my head, I'm thinking that. I mean, I, I like when, like, I remember probably last weekend, this family was in and the, and grandma was there too and the kid spilled his pop on her bench and she's like give him the paper towels he's gonna clean it up <laughs> and like when they were leaving the store she's like i'm gonna whoop your ass i'm like can i watch <laughs> i like when they yell at their kids and tell them they're all i'm gonna spank you or whatever yeah right do it I won't. I will pretend I didn't see it. I swear I didn't see it. I saw nothing. I saw yeah. nothing at all. See, so, then the mother like, ended up. Then the mother. We put the pop up on the counter, and then the mother threw her shoes up there, and knocked the rest of it over, and spilled the rest of it. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, you've been back in the Midwest for too long. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Call say Because he's saying pop. pop. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I still say pop once in a while. Not as much as I used to. <laughs> All right. Could be worse. They could be East calling Coaster, it soda. We call it soda. Soda, yeah. <laughs> could be worse. They could be calling it soda. <laughs> Give me some soda. Like there's no R at the end of that word, sir. <laughs> it's so duh. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. emphasize the duh because you're saying it wrong. <laughs> Jay, Jay texted me and said Oral Roberts blew it against Arkansas. Uh, they ended up losing by two, so they should have won. Jay, Jay texted me and said they should have won. He said that they kind of I, fell I, apart. I didn't see any of the second half. I mean, they did have a lead, so it would seem that you could make that argument. Yeah. Well, every Cinderella story has to have an ending, and that I was there. Coulda, woulda. Everybody, like my friend Mickey, texted me. Everybody loves a little bit of oral. That's right. <laughs> mm, wow, I like a lot of oral. Stop, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't stop we just got started come on <laughs> but yeah I, I i must say when i heard the the name of that school and they say yeah oral roberts i'm like yep that's a lot of jokes coming <laughs> well it's not like this school hasn't been around for a long time though so yeah well i know but you just when's the I last time they were in there. the freaking tournament you know 
There was a lot of interesting teams that had a chance to play in the tournament or did play in the tournament. They just never heard of before. And I think Oral Roberts, I'm pretty sure sh- who the hell did they play that got them in? Cause they had to play to get in. I think if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. I mean, they had to win their conference tournament to get in. So, so yep, yep. Oregon, Oregon state had to win their conference tournament to get in. And now they've won three games. So. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah. Who knows? Are we, Still planning on doing a, a live podcast both nights of WrestleMania. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got to we got to appease our friends, friends and uh, want viewers. Yeah, appease them. That's like yeah, that's six or seven with. hours of you guys. Jesus. <laughs> I know. That's I don't know how long big, I can listen to you. Look at your that's face. That's six that or long. seven hours of you guys listening to me bitch about WrestleMania. Have fun with that. <laughs> Why, That's why what the good old button? mute buttons for. Yeah, we just mute, we're gonna mute that. you if you start bitching too much. Why do you think <laughs> I just fake hung myself? <laughs> oh, it's man. just a lot of WrestleMania. It'll be interesting how they do it. Like, are they gonna mix the brands together on each oh, night? Yeah, they've already they gonna... pretty much yeah. announced. They've already said what's on what night night one is the smackdown the more appealing women's. night to me at least night one is the smackdown women's title match which is you know sasha bianca the wwe title match lashley drew uh, the bad bunny match the raw tag team title is. match is the new day against aj styles and almost Taco fall the braun shane match and the cesaro rollins match Night two will be the Roman Edge Brian Triple Threat match, the Oscar Ripley Raw Women's Title match, the Fiend Orton fuck all knows what that match is going to be match, <laughs> the Biggie Apollo Intercontinental Title match, and Kevin Owens Sammy Zayn. Yes, and, sure, and, and I'm sure there will still be one or two or three more matches. I get a SmackDown at. tag team title match and a women's tag team did, title match. I did happen to watch Maybe. that shit show that they called a match between uh, Alexa Bliss and Aunt Randy Orton just so yes. that they can come back looking like Freddy Krueger shit. I know. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll be the <laughs> first to admit, you know, I, 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 I like the whole Fiend stuff and the Alexa stuff uh, at first. <laughs> at first. <laughs> This is something different. I'm not sure where where how this is going to really play out. This is this is um, you know the, the the terminology they always use for TV shows. Like when they go too far, they always bring up the whole like you know oh did the show jump the shark? Or, you know, referencing that Happy Days moment and everything. This is way beyond jumping the fucking shark at this point. This is just this is just stupid. And I mean, they're going to it's stupid and it's stupid and it's stupid and when it's done being stupid, guess what? It's stupid. Are they going to do a Firefly Funhouse? Like, I almost feel like they might. I feel like they pretty much have to, but you know what? It's. I liked last year's Firefly Funhouse match because, for one, it was different for the time because, you know, we were just still getting into the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we weren't like. And it was a promo more than it was a match. It was like a glorified promo. Yeah, it it wasn't really a match. It was more like, you know, like a cinematic critique of John Cena's entire wrestling career. Now, of course, you could argue, oh, well, it wasn't wrestling. And yeah, it wasn't wrestling, but, you know, really nothing was going to be. Um, And it was painful, if you recall, still last year, because it was still totally empty arena. You know, no... Not even with the fake crowd noise and shit. So, um, 
they had to do something and i think it worked for them but whatever it is they're planning to do now i'm sure they're gonna fuck up so yeah i'm not i'm, yeah, not, I'm worried not about looking, it not looking forward to that i'm just i'm really for me i'm just over bray wyatt and his character the fiend and everything because it, it's, it's not appealing anymore like it's lost its appeal and he kicks out of everybody's finisher like 10 times so like so uh, i'm just over they, they, they can get rid of him what's that <laughs> he said kicking out of finishers eight or ten times i said so you mean a typical well, AEW most, match? most matches it's one or two he has this like four or five <laughs> yeah. i don't know it seems like anytime i turn on aew i see the finishers kicked out of multiple times a match yeah, it's not, I don't know. It's not, the finisher not false. Uh, I'll be I'll be honest. The false finish on the finisher move has gotten way too bad. It, it like, annoys me it, sometimes it's, too. Like it's different on a paper, especially it. if it's re- WrestleMania, the you know the big show. But they're doing it on regular TV matches where they're kicking out of finishers. That shouldn't happen. And maybe I'm a little old school with saying that, but it ruins the whole purpose of the finisher. Like the finisher is supposed to finish you off, not so that you can kick out during a regular TV match to make it oh so much more suspenseful. Leave that for the pay-per-views that are coming up where it's supposed to mean more than just a regular TV match. So for me on TV, more than twice is way too much. Twice, okay. But if you start doing three, four times on TV, five times, that's where you're pushing the limit. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. That's just absurd. False finishes I'm okay with as long as they're limited, but there should be no finisher kickouts. That's just my personal opinion. But, you know, teach their own. They think it needs to be done all the time, then let them do it all the time. Doesn't make their product any better. And once again, I'm going to no. say I'm over the fucking fiend. They can get rid of that guy. They can can his ass because he's not bringing anything to the show anymore. His character is fucking stale. And we're going to... We're, we're going to find out on night one if Bad Bunny can really wrestle now. Yeah, oh, I'm man. thinking he's going to get fucking drop kicked or something like that. I'm going to snap his neck or something like that. Miz is going to put him over. Plain simple. Well, yeah, that's obvious. It's a matter of can he even fake it in the ring or not. I, well, I'm hoping that whatever the minor injuries are those other two have, they figure it out, make this a tag team match like it was supposed to be. And what is Bad Bunny? Is he a DJ rapper. or is he always he's a, a rapper? rapper. So he's pretending to be a rapper because that's what most rappers are anymore. They pretend to be rappers. He's a he, he's a bad bunny, duh. Yeah, that's that. That's he's really, the one that scares the, me for rappers. A bad bunny. Did you see the? Do you see the commercials with Snoop Dogg where he takes the phone call and the other guys on the other end? Yeah, that's bad bunny. Yeah, and I I know who he is. I've seen I've yeah, seen him, and I think I've heard one of his terrible songs. But it it, it sucks now because like he has to live up to the Pat McAfee hype <laughs> of his of a good celebrity. Luck. Good luck to any celebrity going forward. You have to be Pat McAfee, and if you're not, you're going to get ridiculed. So yeah, listen, it's it's I, I don't know which night I'm want to watch more. I'm really it's a toss up. There's matches on the first night I want to see, matches in the second night. There's, but I there's I just more don't matches. Know. I interested in the first night kevin owens and sammy is the only one on the second night i care about hmm. yeah, yeah we'll just see. god knows we knew that other match was gonna turn into a triple threat yes we did and yeah. writing was on the wall daniel bryan <laughs> is probably going to eat the pin which is fine um, yeah to who though that's my quite that's that's what i'm curious I, about. I think i just going to win i i think that for them i to don't complete, the arc he has to win. I, know, I, I think I think Roman's winning. 
I don't, think Roman, I don't think Roman's losing that title anytime soon. I hope Roman wins, but Edge is definitely playing the tweener for sure now. Like Roman's the uh, heel and Dan Bryan's the face. Huh? I, I, I think Edge he's definitely a more heel. Well, somebody's got to be more of a heel out of the two of them, though. Oh, of course that's Reigns, but it's, it's yeah, I, I just think Edge is starting to lean towards that more of the heel line because you have Daniel Bryan as the face, so I don't have to worry about that part. But yeah, so Edge is definitely snapped pushing again it. last night and hit everybody with chairs, including members from the back. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's going to heel roll right now. So AJ, what you drinking? Water. Oh, I, I, you should look like you were drinking uh, something out of a uh, bottle. He's drinking no, some high quality H two O. It's just a cup with water in it. <laughs> that's my sound wave cup, Joe. Ah, that's cool. Like it, yeah, like it's it. water. Some hot well, <laughs> I don't really drink a lot of alcohol even anymore. Very rarely do I even do that. As you command, Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, oh. I'm sure you saw your boy Jim Cornette gave the Thunder Rosa Britt Baker match a half a star. Yeah, I, I listened to his uh, his recap of it. I don't. Think I listened I was, to two minutes of it. Shut it off. So. I don't think I was paying full attention to it because I'm like, oh, okay, he's bitching about it. All right, all right. And I didn't watch the match, so and I didn't watch the match, so I, you know, I have no frame of reference. So it's like, whatever he's going to say is whatever he's going to say. It was a it was a pretty entertaining match. It was one of the better. It was the best women's match in AEW history, hands down. <laughs> yeah. Um, not that there's a lot to compare that to. But it was but, pretty entertaining. Like, but you Britt know, Cornette, Cornette's a Cornette's a, a purist when it comes to wrestling. He probably thinks women should still be in the back, not doing anything. Well, he know. tried to like. He's, he's not. Like, I'm not sexist. He's like, I, I, I like this match or whatever, and I'm like, okay, well, are you sure? He's, he's, he's not. He's not the biggest fan of women wrestling, but what he hates about women's wrestling is. People like Riho, people like Alexa Bliss, people like uh, that who are, you know, who look to be about like five foot and 100 pounds. You know, he likes Rhea Ripley. He likes Charlotte Flair. Um, I think he likes Becky Lynch to an extent. Uh, you know, he, he likes Ronda Rousey. You know, he likes women who look like they can actually do shit. So. Oh, so he likes so he likes women that could possibly fight a man. Pretty so, much. No, because he doesn't like intergender wrestling at all. So no, I'm not saying that could, but but look like they could. Yeah. No, because he doesn't like Nia Jax. He doesn't. Right. I don't think he particularly likes Shayna Baszler. So really, <laughs> I can't recall him ever saying anything good about Shayna Baszler, but I could be wrong there. Yeah. I mean, I know, just I think I think Britt Baker's a badass after that match. Like I feel like she justified that she's legit after that match so she's legit no, I, mean, yeah. I, think, I think he said that he wants to like Britt Baker but he just doesn't he, he doesn't like the way that well he just doesn't like the way they do stuff in AEW I mean, especially, with, uh, especially with women but the, so but the, there are issues with the way they book their women's division their, their women's division is still not great and there were definitely people the next day after this match like Hey, their women's division is the best. I'm like, okay, guys, one good match does not make a division great. <laughs> yeah, um, especially when one of those women is actually signed by AEW and the other one's from NWA. <laughs> so I'm like, let's let's not like 
get too carried away here. It was it was a fantastic match, but it let's not just pretend everybody on their roster is good all of a sudden just because of one match. Now you said she, Britt Baker. You said you think she's legit, right? Yeah. But the question is, is she too <laughs> legit? legit to quit? Too <laughs> where you're going there? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Adam Cole. He would know the answer to that. Yes, he would. <laughs> they didn't need to do cross more crossovers though. They didn't need to hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> the Earth Path throwing up some gang signs. What the hell gestures. is wrong with you? <laughs> no gang well, signs I, in this show, sir. What I I you're talking about Adam Cole and Brett Baker. I <laughs> Remember, every so time you, you say Adam Cole, you gotta say baby. <laughs> See, the thing is though, Jeremy, I mean yes. like when we start getting talking about sexual stuff and whatnot patches like leans back and like, oh here we go but this time he was actually like yeah baby let's uh he, he made us a, a gesture I'm, I'm proud of him and to all our uh female watchers uh we do apologize for darth pat's inappropriate hand gestures <laughs> right hey, you right. don't apologize for me <laughs> oh, I, apologize I apologize for you this I apologize f- for you, but you do not apologize. For this is me. the first time we've ever had to apologize for Pat making some kind of female reference. Usually it's Jeremy and Joe taking care of that. Look, I'll walk right off this set right now. I've got other things to do. Like what? <laughs> well, I got this big basket of laundry behind me, so I guess I technically couldn't leave. Shit. <laughs> so, I mean... if, before we jump to the did you see the uh, this list of the top fifty women in WWE history? Have we seen that list? <laughs> yeah, no, don't stupid. I, I'd rather talk about something else WWE related. <laughs> but you guys, you guys can comment on that list if you want to. No, I don't. I don't even I want to know who's on it. the top. I don't want to know because so, it's probably a bunch of garbage. No, I mean it's not. It's not all garbage, but it's there like a bunch of garbage. Um, Trish was one. Charlotte was two. And then the problems start. So, like Becky Lynch was three. Like Sasha was like six. The the worst was Bailey was like ten. No, the worst, wow. was, nice the worst was uh, <laughs> Stephanie McMahon being like twentieth. Oh, I don't. I didn't pay attention past ten. I didn't pay attention after ten. Right. So, so if in the, in the top ten you can't even get through it, being like, what the hell are they thinking? Then it's not a very good list. I like I like Ronda Rousey, and she was in the top ten. I'm like, okay, wait a minute here. What, what's going on here? <laughs> now, yeah, now for just for a caveat for those of you guys who didn't see it, this list was restricted to a start date of 1993. Oh, so, fantastic! Oh. So any of the old time female wrestlers right. like Fabio, Fabio Fool and Mae Young and uh, you know, like, like the old time women wrestlers who were in like the legacy hall of fame, we're not going to be on this list, which I get, but at the same time, it's like, eh, it's if, if they want to have argue about Trish and Charlotte one or two, that's fine. I, I, I you can argue about that. I would put, I'll Flair yeah, I, would, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't much complain about those two. But Becky being number three was when they're, we all started coming off because even my friends who like Becky, like Zach said, Sasha should have been ranked higher than Becky. So Becky hasn't even won all the titles. She didn't win the NXT women's title. She didn't win the women's tag titles. All the, the other ones have won all of those belts. So to me, that right there, yeah. especially the but, NXT women's title, that to me is relevant here. Right. And, and I'm not going to say that belts aren't relevant, but we've got to remember that the it, it's a fixed outcome. So it's, you know, it's, 
it's relevant in the fact of getting to hold it and then what do you do with it? But you may never get it just because they have a different way, you know, a different plan for you than going to after that title. They have a different direction. So it, it, it's, it's, I mean, the only way relevant in one way, have, but not really. They probably have Becky hire because of her whole man gimmick. Yeah. Cause that caught a fucking fire and that kind of changed her whole. I feel like Becky's been more over than Sasha. With the crowd overall? That's uh, fine. I don't know. Mean, that doesn't mean her matches have been better. There's no way Becky's matches no. have been better than Sasha. So, like, once again, I, over only matters so much to me. So, I, I just can't. Right, but the people who are making this list. Right. Are, are idiots. That's the except well one of, one of our shows conclusion. one of our shows we're gonna have to do like our own top 10 we'll have to do a top 10 when we the next time we do a wrestling topic we'll have to do a top 10 uh and we'll debate women. yeah women men whatever just the just the just to you oh know. fuck this would be like four hours long <laughs> we'll be arguing Dude, you guys are, do you guys want to argue on there? Is that why you're doing this, Jeremy? Because Joe will vouch for it. Anytime you put me in that situation, arguments are bound to happen. Well, it could make for a very interesting episode. Oh, We'd have to I'm put sure some parameters. I'm sure I entertained Joe, uh, Zach, and Jay for, for sure a couple nights ago. They were all entertained, I'm sure. Were you entertained, Joe? I, what, are we in the, what are we in the movie, I Gladiator? Are you entertained? <laughs> What, Joe? And I expect it from you. So it's hard to say entertain when I expect it. I mean, that's fine, Jeremy. I'm okay with it. I'm just like, you're opening Pandora's box then. Well, we'd have to put some parameters around and we'd have to discuss off. We'd have to discuss off a video and everything and and that, uh, what (laughs) the uh, parameters are. (laughs) Good luck with that. But yeah, I I think it would make for a very interesting episode. And um, we want to know what you guys think. Would you like to hear us discuss who should be like the top 10 all time wrestlers, male, female, whatever it may be? Um, Leave a comment Mm -hmm. in the uh, video comments here on YouTube. I guess we now know what our next podcast is going to be about, something of that nature. (laughs) It could be, that's for sure. All right, Theo, I think it's about time we get this podcast started. What the hell? Every time. Every every (laughs) fucking time. I had already mentioned mentioned there was something else I wanted to bring up. He did. He did. I I wasn't paying attention, so it doesn't count. (laughs) Well, that pretty much sums up this whole podcast. I I don't know if we've mentioned it on the podcast or just in our private conversations, but I think we've all been expressing some worry, I guess, about the whole WWE Network Peacock transition. Mm. Now, I haven't done it on my account yet. Obviously, I'll have to in two weeks. Yeah. I heard that there were some issues with watching Fastlane on Peacock. I, I watched that on the WWE Network still. Yeah, I'm so I did I. over this week. <laughs> yeah, I heard I heard there were some issues with watching Fastlane on Peacock about not being able to pause, not being able to rewind, which I think we've heard that stuff before, and which is really, quite frankly, a pain in the ass. Um, but what I wanted to talk about was, did you hear about the uh, content censorship? Yeah. Oh yeah. All over the news, they're going all they're going back and watching everything basically. Yeah, yeah. Now, bye bye ECW stuff. 
I I know that's the shit that just that's the one that's gonna piss me the fuck off. I am not happy about this, and I'll tell you why. I am not the kind of person who gets offended by content that was made in the past that was of the time then, and that is offensive now. And frankly, in a lot of cases, was offensive then. I don't get easily offended by shit like that. I also flip a gasket, though, when, as an example, Disney Plus goes and puts disclaimers in front of episodes of The Muppet Show or in front of viewings of Peter Pan and Dumbo kind of just warning about, hey, look, there's content in this that was a product of its time that doesn't play today. I don't have a problem with those warnings. I think that's perfectly acceptable. And the whole thing within WWE Network there were settings and controls that you could enable that would just like kind of automatically block stuff that was deemed to be objectionable. So what I'm saying is I want the choice. I don't want Peacock telling me I can't watch the Roddy Piper versus Bad News Brown WrestleMania 6 match. Full disclaimer, I would never watch that match because I remember it from watching it the day that the pay-per-view aired back in 1990 and the match was shit. <laughs> but isn't that the yes, one where Roddy was. Piper did half blackface, yes. half white face? Right. No. This is why this is why it's, it's being removed. Um, yeah. I, I I want the choice because so there's there's been two things which people have noticed, Jeremy, because you seem to be the only one who didn't seem to be aware of this. There's been two things that people have already said have been removed. So everything involving Roddy Piper and Bad News Brown at WrestleMania 6, which means Piper's pre-match promo and the match itself are apparently gone because Piper was painted half black. And the moment at Survivor Series 2005 was where Vince was walking backstage, walked up to Cena and said, what up my N-word? then to walk past Booker T who's looking shocked and says to Charmel, tell me he did not just say that that moment is gone too. Now I'll be perfectly honest. I have no problems with that moment being removed because it doesn't add anything to the show. It's relevant. And again, as it's even for the time when it was made 2005, it was a complete, what in the fuck were you thinking moment? Yeah. That never made sense to me. So I don't have a problem with that moment being removed. That's Vince I, have Vince. With, I do have a problem where they're removing a match where it changes like the, the whole flow of a show, which is what they're doing with Roddy Piper. But the problem is now, what else are they going to remove? Well, those DX Nation promos, they're going to be gone. And I totally understand why. Blackface is not cool. It wasn't cool in 1998. It wasn't cool when we did it. We shouldn't have, we didn't need to do that part of it. We could have done it without doing the blackface. It was awesome when you did it, Pat. What are you talking about? It's Still what I'm saying is we could have done it without the blackface part. We didn't need to do the blackface part. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. See, I don't remember you having partial blackface, but that's well, okay. That's I, don't, the, I don't remember yeah, that promo at all. Right. We're going to be showing that when we do our CWA episode anyway. So. certainly will not. If you guys try to show it, I will fucking drive to all your houses and kill all you. Oh well, so. that's interesting. <laughs> Are you sure you well, don't want to like to see this take place now? <laughs> no, yeah, no, slow death. <laughs> Gotta catch anyway. me first, fucker. <laughs> no, I'd save you for last. <laughs> You're closest. Therefore, you require the least effort. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs>
actually evidently going to get me when I'm sleeping. <laughs> but anyway, so the question, of course, becomes what the hell else could they possibly deem offensive? And oh, the advertising shit. A lot. I mean, the you got to take out the whole attitude, attitude error. Fuck it. The whole yeah. attitude error could, could be gone. Uh, I choppy choppy your PP. That's going to be gone. Which again, which is fucking hilarious. Problem. That 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 was that was kind of stupid, but that'll probably be gone. Um, who knows about what kind of number of like ECW stuff could be removed? Oh, yeah. There's who knows. There's, who, there's no who way knows. the Heatwave promo is going to be on there, Joe. I'll tell you that right now. Who who knows? Yeah, I know. Who knows what not... amount of um I'm pissed. Jim Cornette uh, NWA promos from World Championship Wrestling shows from the mid '80s are going to be gone. Uh, you know, are they going to remove like the incident where from from NWA where Jimmy Valiant called Pez Watley the best black athlete in the country, and Pez Watley got so offended that he started beating up Jimmy Valiant and cutting his hair and chair? They're going to remove all of that angle, and it just it's gonna it's it's gonna be it's gonna be too much. It's they're they're still going to miss stuff that's probably more offensive than stuff than they that they do remove. And again, this could be the reason why, like the whole like network library doesn't get loaded into Peacock until you know SummerSlam and shit. Wow. So are... I really think that this is just a big indication that this whole network to Peacock transition, yeah, it's going to be great for Vince and, and WWE stockholders financially. It's going to be shit for all of us who are trying to just enjoy the the, the history. Joe, yeah. there are right now. I went on there. There are zero takeovers none of them are on there right now zero nxt and that's what i go back and watch more than anything and none of them are on there right now you're gonna it's gonna take a while for them to get all that shit on there because all they're gonna do is go through they're gonna rewatch every single fucking thing and, and fucking nitpick everything and the Thank fact you, Gen that, Z, you bunch of cocksuckers and fuck and the fact the fact that vince mcmahon when he sold the rights said that sure it's okay is fucking insane because he does not he doesn't have a clue what it's doing to his product and what people are going to not be able to take advantage of so and i just want to make this one last point in regards to just this whole censorship thing um i understand that there is a level of sensitivity that everybody should have towards everybody i get that but there also has to be a a level of understanding time frames errors and content based on when it was made and the fact that this is a show, this is a book, this is this, it's not meant for you to take as a fucking realistic thing and say, this is how life should be. For instance, real quick, Dr. Seuss books. It's a fucking book <laughs> with a fucking picture in it. Now, I get that the picture of the Asian oriental, whatever word you want to use to describe the person that's illustrated in the book is a comical satire of a person. But if you do not understand that this is a book and you cannot tell your kids when they're reading this fucking book or you're reading it to them, that this is not how Asian people actually fucking look, then that is your own fucking problem to have a fucking book removed from kids' a kid's library saying you can't read this book because it's got a picture of an Asian person and it's not right is ridiculous. And that's the problem that I have with the way society is going. Nobody wants to take responsibility to teach anybody everything. They want everybody to, to make it 
perfectly right for everybody. So nobody has to think and nobody has to do anything and have everybody can have a super clear conscience. Well, guess what? If you're, if you don't fucking understand the world, you're never going to be able to fucking live in it. And if you treat everybody so so peasantly nice, what's going to happen when somebody's fucking mean to you, you're going to fucking fall apart. Well, not everybody's nice. And, and it, just because you take stuff out of the take out things out of the book doesn't make people any less fucking racist than what they already are because it's not the book that makes them racist. It's the fucking people that they hang around with and the fucking thoughts that are fed on a daily basis. Well, well that's the well, fucking things, truth. Well, well, two things about that. One, that's why you just put a disclaimer on there. Okay, right. You put the disclaimer at the top of the program saying that you know this movie, this show, this episode was produced at a time where you know norms were, were different and society was more tolerable of intolerant thought whatever you whatever you want to reverse it you know that's 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 why you put the disclaimer on you don't i don't agree with just one person or one group of people just making that decision now the dr seuss thing look dr seuss the company that owns the dr seuss books is the ones who made that decision they're yes, the ones who made this they're the ones who made the decisions to say, you know what, the content in these books are offensive. Now they were really offensive then. I mean, if people weren't find, finding offense to it then, that's just because people were in, unenlightened then. I'm not going to disagree with that. That that was a decision that was made by the company that owns them. You know, they proactively said, you know what, we don't think these represent what our company should be anymore. No different than somebody saying, you know what, we're not, we're not going to have this character on anymore. Or like the Simpsons saying that, yeah, we're not going to have Hank Azaria voice of Pooh anymore because it's offensive for a, you know, for a white American guy to be, you know, voicing an Indian, you know, character and everything like that. When the companies themselves make those decisions, you know, that's the company themselves making that decision. Right, they're self-censoring, and I get it. I understand. You, you have, you have, you, I think you have to respect when it, when a company does it. You want to raise problems when like if there's like an outcry by the public i mean you can do that but again at the same time if that's where the public wants it to go at some point you have to let the public make that decision that's what living in a democratic society also i think comes down to in a lot of cases you know so the whole the the whole dr seuss thing got overblown because there are certain groups of people who when things like this happen they just go insane about it and they use it as distractions for other issues that are much more severe, much more important that are going on. And, you know, again, you talk about people like, you know, like if people can understand that's not what Asian people actually look like or this, that, or the other thing. You know, there was a uh, study that came out recently within the last week or two, I think that said that once people who were in power started referring to it as the asian flu or the china flu and everything the amount of hate crimes against asian americans rose exponentially and we just had a mass shooting which was a hate crime against asian americans so you know you talk about people not taking responsibility and stuff people don't and there's the proof of that so right. if removing that if removing that book can just help to play against stereotypes then fine because we need to move past that shit. Right. And I'm not against companies self-censoring. I, I, and I just want to put this out. You know, my, I have tolerance for everything. Okay. Uh, people, everything. Like I understand it. And I don't have a problem with companies self-censoring. But there has to be a point in time 
where people have to to educate themselves instead of letting everybody else educate them. Like take some self-responsibility somewhere along the line. Not everybody's going to. So sometimes you have to, as a company, individuals, whatever, help the public out. But somewhere along the line, people have to educate themselves. Like I educate my kids. I know Theo educates his kids. You know, if you don't educate your kids, you're not making them any better. And that's the unfortunate thing. And I want to kill that right now because I want to get onto our fucking podcast here. Hey, hey Pat, <laughs> how does it feel? How does it feel that the guy you stole your finishing maneuver from is getting inducted into the Hall of Fame? The great colleague. Well, all all I can say about that is this. Are you really that surprised that they're putting him in the Hall of Fame? No, I I, I just I just the funny part of it is that you took his finisher. So, I think you did it better. <laughs> I see. I I don't think so much that I took his finisher. It mimicked whatever. As that I was assigned his finisher. <laughs> this is what you were assigned. This is what you will do, bitch. I, do, I, I don't. I don't seem to remember saying, "Yeah, I want to do that move." I, I seem to remember somebody else. Not sure who it was. <laughs> saying hey i think you should do the chop as your finisher <laughs> all right so theo now that we've really <laughs> sidetracked to the, great a whole different... to the great colleague he seems like a nice guy <laughs> i can't wait to hear him talk because that should be yeah. awesome yes <laughs> I, i'm imagine i'm imagining his acceptance speech will be short i mean again i don't even know what kind of speeches they're going to do because are they doing it in front of a live crowd Probably not. They, they friends and family. They said they said it's just going to be. I think everybody's allowed to invite three people, or like it's a, it's it's some limit for each person. So that's it. <laughs> so it's probably going to be fifty people, maybe in the crowd. Yeah, it's almost it's almost kind of silly that they're still even doing it, but yeah, whatever. Whatever. It's taped. All right, Theo. What the hell are we talking about tonight? Well, I mean, we were just talking about nothing for nothing. That means nothing. That's absolutely nothing for everybody. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. There we go. Nothing times nothing equals nothing. Except yeah. snapping into a slim gym. You take 75% of 120%, you get 115%. So. Which is nothing. My whole contract in WCW was paid for by slim gym. This show is fucking derailed. Something fierce. The guy, the guy on Young Rock the moment we started. Savage did that too. He's like, oh yeah, dig it. <laughs> Wait, say that again? The guy on the Young Rock that's playing Savage, oh. he did that. He did the whole, oh yeah, dig it. Like he was on the phone <laughs> and he did it. Yeah, that. I'm not sure why Savage would have shown up on that show, but I don't remember him and Rocky Johnson being in WWE at the same time. So I could be wrong on that. Do you watch? Do you watch it or you don't watch it, Pat? Or? I have seen a couple bits and pieces. I remember seeing the one episode from a couple weeks ago, which I found funny because uh, uh, it's when he was going to watch his dad wrestle and he was trying to take the girl to it. And they see we're talking about how it was taking place at Northampton Community College. One of my alma maters. <laughs> um, 
Wait, what happened? I was unstable. Oh, okay. but you guys already knew that. <laughs> All right, whatever. Everybody's no, been fine on my screen. I, I have I haven't much watched it. I might go back and like you know watch it like on Hulu or something because when I when I get bored. So it's entertaining. I like it. So how how far along are we on in on this show already? Sorry, about forty five uh, minutes or so. <laughs> I started doing Rant Savage though. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, we're we're like a bunch of little fucking children. We can't okay, stay on yeah, track. Yeah, we're like, like fucking, I'll, I'll, oh, <laughs> so let's try this one more time. <laughs> Theo, what the hell are we talking about tonight? <laughs> um, short lady and a red dude. <laughs> short lady and a red dude. <laughs> the devil. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that that could be it. That could, we we could talk about Lucifer, you know that that would work. Um, I'm looking but, at, he kind of looks a little purplish. Well, whatever, magenta. Oh, he's How's magenta. I like magenta. It. He's magenta with a yellow stone in his goddamn forehead. <laughs> I mean, the picture I'm looking at him. I guess he is magenta. Yeah, purplish magenta. It says he's Elizabeth T-Mobile Hall. colors, and a witch who wears red. WandaVision. Yeah, that's probably what we're going to talk about. We're trying to talk about at least, you know. It says Elizabeth Olsen is 5'6". I don't know if I'd call that short, but okay. She's almost Um, as tall as I am. I'm not going to call her short. Standing next to him. She's short. Well, well, he's 6'3", so yeah. Yeah, He's a big dude. Short lady. Yeah, Yeah, he's a tall dude. It's it's, It's like Joe and his wife standing next to each other. I'm six two and she's five four. There you go. It would be like Joe and his his other wife standing next to each other, Alexa Bliss and Joe. I'm six two and she's five foot of awesomeness. <laughs> five foot of nothingness. Of six I was, that's uh, what it is. I would I wish her five foot nothing. You're right. Five foot nothing. standing next to me would be funnier, but yeah, yeah. Well, well anybody standing Pat, next you to would you. Be blushing, you would be blushing the whole time, Pat. And- Trying to control yourself, probably, if that was happening. Anybody standing next to you, Darth Pat, is kind of odd looking. Yeah. Unless it's the big show himself, then he looks kind of, then you can look normal. <laughs> All white, damn it. <laughs> there is no more big show. No more BS. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> no All right. BS. So, WandaVision is what we're talking about. All right. So, cool. I think so. Uh, no, this was, uh, and I'm going to, I just want to say, as we get into this is when I first heard the title, I was a little confused by the title. I'm not going to lie. I was like WandaVision. I'm like, did they meet, did they take out the Wanda? Did they take out the word and like, I'm like, Hmm, is it Wanda and vision? No. And then as I'm watching it, I'm like, ah, now it's now the whole title makes sense. I had to watch the first episode for the title to make sense because now I'm like, okay, it's a sitcom of the world that she's created. So it's Wanda's vision. So it's kind of, it, I thought it was really and cool vision. play on words. Double vision. Right. Yeah. Cause vision's in it, but it's also Wanda. It's Wanda's vision. Cause she created it, but it's also Wanda's television show. So it's like a really cool play on words, the way they did that show. So I, I wanted to throw that out there so I can kind of make myself look like an idiot to start off with, you know, and make it easy for everybody. <laughs> Makes sense to me. I mean, it's probably how they went about it. But yes. So, so this show, it, 
I, I, I thought it was really good to, to, to begin with. Um, I was a little lost on the first episode, not because of the title, because of just, it was like a lot of like, what the hell is going on? Like, this doesn't make a lot of sense because I didn't, and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember any backstory. It was just like, all of a sudden they're showing up at Westview yeah, and they're like, there is no Westview. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so yeah, that was a little confusing just for the first episode. You had to watch. So if you only watched one episode and never went back, you're going to be confused as shit. You had to watch the second episode in order for the first episode to start making sense. So overall first, thoughts. Uh, first of all, it was just yeah. there. I, I, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the sitcom parodies from the decades they went through. They took a couple bits and pieces from different, like I love Lucy and all that stuff and mm -hmm. kind of threw it in there and made it like that. Bewitched, um, growing pains. God, where are the ones? Family that ties. Family ties. Yeah. That was cool. I wanted to sketch the picture of them. Family ties. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Just, just, just the way they, uh, the Brady bunch too, with the, the way the room and the stairs they had coming down like that. Yeah. So it was cool, you know, her going through different decades. And then you find out later on why she did that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. With the sitcoms and whatnot. But that was, it, it was weird though. It was like, it was cool to see that, but it was kind of weird at the same time. Cause so I'm sitting there through episode one, like, okay, they're not really telling me much. I'm just <laughs> watching, like, I'm just watching a normal sitcom with those two in it, with these random people trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. But I mean, it was a weird first episode, but I, I enjoyed it. It was different. It was mm -hmm. kind of like you knew, like reading up to this, that they were doing something totally different. So it was kind of a matter of what they were going to do and see how they were going to go with it. Well, yeah, with this being the first Marvel TV show spinoff off of the movies, it really, they really did a hell of a job. Like overall on this show, like they, there wasn't an episode that I thought was a was a stinker. I was like, this is a really good show. And it makes sense, like in the Marvel Universe, to continue like the story of what the hell happened to Wanda Maximoff after the um, incident, after Endgame. Endgame. You know, what happened to her and what did her life turn into? So it gives you all that backstory because we know it's leading up to the into the next movie that they're going to release, which I think is she's going to be in Doctor Strange 2, I think is mm -hmm. where they're leading this up to. So it gives you enough backstory yeah. to see how does she get to be in that movie? Like, why does she make an appearance in that movie? So I thought that was pretty cool too. AJ. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing. Oh, okay. I, 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 I liked it. I didn't love it. So okay. I, I liked it. I, I don't, I remember being. I think I felt a little bit disappointed at the end. Okay. In the last episode, I felt like I was a little bit disappointed. So I liked it. I think it was cool that we got to see Agatha. Like, I don't think anybody necessarily saw that coming. Mm -hmm. So I think that was a surprise, kind of. I figured it was going to happen sooner or later, just when they were going to reveal her as being actually Agatha. Yeah, I had no idea. That was a complete surprise to me. And I was actually very thrown off. I'm like, because I remember texting you guys when I watched that episode. I'm like, what the fuck is like, what the hell is going on here? 
like is this did she make this character up in her mind and like gave her superpowers like to make the show interesting but to find out that she was actually a witch from you know very very long time ago with salem and all that stuff yep you know and she sucked the powers out of the people that tried to crucify her i guess so to say the other witches i wasn't quite sure what they were trying to do when they had her they were, they were trying to burn her they were going to burn her at the stake yeah well it was the other witches though so it was a little odd to like that kind of threw me off with the whole witches trying to burn a witch at the stake so it was a little weird they were uh, trying to burn her take her powers but unfortunately they didn't realize that she could absorb their powers yeah so that backfired <laughs> yeah brother the episode when they when they like we found out who she was that episode was funny when they went back and showed some of the stuff that she had done mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, oh, that yeah yeah that part was funny i i thought that was cool like especially when she was like sitting in the truck with vision that part was funny to me yeah especially when like he saw he found her at the end of the street yeah and she was like yeah. all confused he looks up she's like oh <laughs> it's kind of like oh okay that's cool that's funny <laughs> yeah i had my, a feeling my... she Go ahead. i had a feeling she was going to be agatha i just wanted them to actually like legitimately just just reveal it i just wanted it to get i was kind of anxious for them to reveal it because agatha has like another plethora of all kinds of other shit going mm-hmm. on with her character himself and her character involving wanda vision and the avengers in general so there's a whole backstory for her too so, so I was, is she a was legit wondering... villain no she's a tweener yeah Joe told me she's like she, a tweener. she goes back and forth like in the comics she's been a bad guy she's also been you know she's also helped the avengers there was like a storyline where she was like the, she was like the babysitter for their their, their kids mm-hmm. um she was like the kid's nanny or whatever um and helping them with their powers so there's they've she's been back and forth um in regards to it yeah but ultimately sometimes she she you know deep down she she wants her powers of course my my (laughs) my favorite like part of all of it was seeing evan peters quicksilver like that was my favorite part seeing that version of quicksilver so because i liked him better in the he was better i like that version of quicksilver from the x-men movie better than the quicksilver from the marvel movies yeah that was kind of like that was a cool twist to the end of that show but there was just something in, in the back of my mind like okay are they gonna run with this or are they gonna <laughs> are they gonna be like ha ha and just kick us right between the legs you'd be like ah oh, we got you guys and which is what they the did <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I mean, I don't know. You know, they're going to bring the X Men into the MCU very shortly. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. So you never know. Something could come out of that down the road. Maybe something not. It, it all depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting. But uh, there was, a, you know, when it comes when it comes to the to WandaVision show, there was. You know, I was a little, I'm not going to lie, I was a little confused with the Agatha thing just because I was not, when it comes to comic books, the comic books that I read were all X-Men comic books. So I was big on the X-Men stuff, but not the other type comic books. I know, Theo, you're more of a, you're kind of a comic book junkie when it comes to like different comic books. Like you have a, know a plethora of different types of storylines and stuff, or at least a little bit here or there. Yeah. Uh, Definitely way more than I know. 
Um, so, you know, that was nice when you were kind of cluing us in with who Agatha was and stuff like that. And some of the other things that happened within the MCU and that, um, trying to think if there was anything else that was confusing. It was cool to see Monica Rambeau. Like it was cool to see her because we know we're going to see her in Captain Marvel too now, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, you know, we might see her, I mean, the season finale, the cut scene where she goes in the theater. So that whole thing, um, cause that's going to be the, the, the next TV series after, uh, Loki supposed to be. So for Marvel, was so that? once they get, that's the, um, uh, the invasion, the invasion TV series, hmm. the green person, oh, the scrolls, the scrolls. The scrolls. Oh. Yeah. So that's pretty okay. much what that's about. They're not, they were originally, I believe what I read a couple of years ago, they were thinking about making a movie of that. Mm-hmm. But see, the thing with the scrolls is that it's very, in the comics, it was kind of long per se. It's hard to put so, it in a movie. So put it into, even a putting it into a three hour movie is kind of like stretching mm-hmm. it a little bit. You're not going to get everything you need out of it. So putting it into like a 10 nine or 10 episodes, I think 10 episodes would be sufficient to put that in there. Right. Cause um, the scrolls are the ones that can copy people's appearances, yeah. right? Shape shift. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. I remember watching, they did an animated series with that, with the scrolls and the kit yep. and the Avengers and how they copied everything. And I forget who actually figured it out that they, um, that, Oh, these aren't the real, you know, superheroes. These are, you know, these are scrolls, these are imposters. And then they found yep. they had, to, they had to find the real captain America and all that shit. And, Pat, what did you think? Uh, what? <laughs> no, I don't know. Something you haven't really said anything yet. Well, you guys were having a conversation. Oh. And, it's all right know. that he's quiet. I've talked a lot already, so yeah, we I could know, get a twenty-minute um, dissertation on just Vision's backstory. I, <laughs> I my, my my thought about the series overall was was this: I thought it took a little too long to get going. I thought, I, it was, I thought it was really good in the middle. And I feel like they didn't stick the landing. Uh, you got to stick that landing. And Get a lot of did. point deductions on that. Yeah. Now, the one thing that I will comment on is this. Uh, you talk about, well, I didn't know it was going to be Agatha. I saw that predicted like from almost from the start. Because it's like the shit that shows up on like on my Facebook feed I, I guess because of other stuff, like I like click on or commented on the past. I get like all these like comic book groups and like movie groups that show up, and it seems like every two hours, a, a new group is posting a new article with a new theory about what's going to happen. And in, in yeah, I know there's so many of them at the. Yeah, and I can't read that shit. I go ape, um, my no, mind. No, I, I, I even start going cross-eyed at because I'm no Marvel comic expert. I mean, if I I I I know DC better than marvel in terms mm. of comic. but i also recognize that comic books and tv shows and films are all different forms of media it doesn't matter what the fuck happened in a comic book it doesn't mean they're going to do that same exact thing in a goddamn television show or movie so you know i i don't really necessarily care that much about like who this character was in the, in the comics or whatever because they could change it um now I lost my train of thought. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so, no, there were all kinds of fucking, like, theories about 
Mephisto is going to show up and he's going to be the actual like you know main villain and like, or, yep. like Mephisto was a- actually like the husband that Agatha kept mentioning who never actually appeared and I of course was just saying to myself idiots that's just a call to the old sitcom trope of the character that always gets talked about but is never seen which has been in like almost every sitcom from the beginning of time yep. uh, you know shit like that and somebody had something about how like the fucking Fantastic Four were going to show up in this and it was going to be the way to bring them into the MCU and I'm like they are not going to introduce the Fantastic Four into the MCU and some throwaway five minute part at the tacked onto the end of an episode of this series. That's just not the way you do things. That would uh, just ruin it anyway. Yeah. I mean, so there was. Did you see how many people read my article about the Fantastic Four being in WandaVision? It's awesome. <laughs> that's, I was worried. Know, kind of like that. So, you know, it is all just clickbait bullshit. Yeah. You're exactly right. So I, there was just way too much shit like that. And by the end, I was just like getting tired of it. But. I, I just feel like that they still didn't quite stick the landing because it, it still didn't. I don't. I don't think it still made perfect sense. What happened to the white vision? Yes. Uh, was the guy as Quicksilver? Who was he? Was he just some person who Agatha was controlling? And well, they so, did explain that he was just some guy. Agatha was controlling in the show, so so she can give him superpowers too. Then I guess I mean, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I, I just I feel like that was an inadequate explanation. Then, um, and the biggest problem really was Uh-oh. that they left more questions unanswered than answered. And I, of course, I understand that. Yeah, there's the lead into the Doctor Strange sequel, which of course we won't see for another fucking year. So it's like by the time that comes out, is anybody even going to remember that this series was was basically leading into it? Um, Possibly. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well, it depends upon what the fuck happens in the next year. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so true. Uh, you know. Um, so I, I just feel like that the ending was a little well, was a little less than satisfying. Um, overall, I mean, I I, I would say I liked the show, but didn't love it. I would definitely agree with AJ on that one. Um, the show looked good. Uh, it definitely hit the right notes in terms of like the sitcom mim- mimicry. Uh, I thought it was well acted, especially by Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Wilson. I thought they were both really good. And I also liked, you know, Kat Dennings and uh, Randall Park. Randall and, Park, baby. And uh, I, I'm sorry, I don't remember the name of the actress who, uh, you know, the Captain Marvel's daughter's, uh, Captain Marvel's friend's daughter. I can't remember her, the actress's name. Nope. No, um, like so, I, I thought it was well acted, and, and Catherine Hahn was great yeah, too. Catherine, Catherine, Hahn was Catherine, Catherine, Catherine Hahn's pretty much always great. So, yes, um, yes. Here, I'll tell yes. you who it was. Uh, Tiana Paris. Uh, okay, yeah, because I don't really know what uh, I had seen her in before. Like you know, the other actors, you know, I'm familiar with them from other things or whatever. So, um, one other thing that I, I also kind of bothered me is, uh, you know. Kat Dennings' character tells her about how her molecular structure has been changed because she's gone through the the wall, the force field, whatever you want to call it, you know, a couple of times. But then what about all, like, the agents who were, like, swallowed up in it when, like, Wanda expanded it, which included Kat Dennings. Are all their molecular structures changed now, too? So it's like, Because mm. I don't really think you can use that as an excuse for one person why she suddenly started starts to have superpowers. And all these other people are now not going to so 
that might be something that I think that they uh, they might have uh, not thought through or, you know, yeah. it, needs, it needs, needs to be further explained at some point. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Again, it was uh, I think it was important, though, for Marvel to do something for their first show, much like it was important for Star Wars's first show to be something that at least got people talking, got people interested. I think on that level, they definitely succeeded. Yeah, no, there was definitely, you know, I'm not saying the entire show was fantastic. I mean, I evidently enjoyed it more uh, than Darth Pat and AJ, but, you know, it definitely gives people something to talk about, gives them something to watch that's not one of the movies, um, you know, through some different things in there that we didn't see, um, you know, and if you're an Easter egg person, evidently there was a ton of Easter eggs. And in, in, oh, every episode there was a shitload. There was at least ten in every episode. I saw, I I saw a couple of them. I must say the one of them had to do with like Hydra. Was it Hydra soap? Like hydration, like some kind of Hydra soap, and it had the Hydra label on. It. That got that. I caught that one as far as one of the Easter eggs. That shit was funny to me. Um, you had mentioned one of the other ones was like the Stark, um, like toaster or something like that. There was a ton of like a Stark toaster and shit like that. Like just, yep. there was so much stuff. Like, unless you like, I'm not one to go back and watch and like, look for weird stuff like that. Um, you know, I don't think anybody else in our group really is. And maybe Joe, maybe uh, I'll I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, I the, do. Only, the only thing I would go back and look for Easter eggs on stuff like that would be as if it was star Wars related. And even then I, probably would only if i really felt like i had to so yeah i don't i want to go look at briefs regs on this yeah i do it if like somebody calls it out like if somebody's like oh you got to watch like right after this happens there's this thing if you pay attention then i'll go back and watch like for that moment and see if i can find it like other people do so that's the only time i really look for easter eggs and it's got to be something really cool like most of the time like a lot of times they're like it's really lame and it's like one second and you miss it i'm like well that's not really worth my time one of the things they did this i i think they did like i liked it a lot overall i feel like they purposely made it to make us wait for the good shit or the good part of the series to happen um there were a ton of easter eggs and i think one of the things that really hurt the series for some people is too many people bought because all the easter eggs because there's one of the episodes just the beginning of it um uh let's get with the show which which sitcom it was it was basing it off of but you see like it was the cartoon beginning and they go through the floor and in the in the in the floor in the, the frame of the house you see a reference to Mephisto and you see a reference to all kinds of other shit that's in the comics that's related to Wanda in general. Mm. So, so it's kind of like people started writing about that. And I think the problem is, is that so many, all that stuff that Pat read, and I read a lot of it too, all the rumors, I think people got so in, so in, um, they just bought into so much of it. Like, uh, Fantastic Four. Reed Richards was going to be the guy who was going to bring that ship over to to to, to Rambo to to go in at the uh, like episode eight or whatever it was, mm -hmm. so she can get in. Like, no, no, they're they're not going to do that. People, I think, bought so much into it that when they they watched the last two episodes, they were like, oh, yeah, assholes, because you read too much shit on fucking line, and then it ruined it for yourself instead of just fucking watching the goddamn show. 
I mean, I personally liked how it ended. It was nice to, it was cool to figure out like when they introduced white vision, I was like, Oh shit. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they have to, that has to continue somewhere. Is that going to continue in, you know, we're going to see the white vision show up in Dr. Strange too, or are they going to randomly throw him somewhere else? I, I, I don't know. I'm wondering what the plans are going to do with that. I mean, it's cool that, you know, the end credits show two different things. One setting up for the next series, which is the invasion. That's probably coming, I think, at the beginning of next year. And, you know, the 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 rest Dr. of the yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, it was it's funny, like she's I'm like, she can't just be all by herself in this little house. And I'm like, okay, she just chilling by herself. And then when she walks in, you hear it, and I'm like, Oh, what is she doing? And then she has the book, and I was like, oh, okay, there we go. She's going full-fledged Scarlet Witch now. This is awesome. So it kind of gets me excited to see what's going to happen in the Doctor Strange. And they did say, too, the writers did say that the cat actually had a um, – was no, not the cat, the rabbit, right? Rabbit? Yeah. The rabbit actually had significance, but they kind of left it out because they didn't have enough time to really dive deep in it. But the rabbit so- does have significance. It's – so the one so thing I gotta I'm ask, curious what that would have been. So the one thing I gotta ask you guys though, and I'm, a, and this is going back to kind of the comic books and some of the uh, cartoons that I watched based on X Men and everything like that. I thought Wanda, who is the Scarlet Witch, as well as Quicksilver, yes. I thought those were Magneto's kids. Correct. Okay. So but I'm since very, since so MCU, is, yeah, so it's because MCU didn't have X Men rights, so they couldn't do that storyline. Right. So I understand that they didn't have X-Men rights and they can't go back and change it now because that would really just fuck up everything. It could. Well, it'll, 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 it'll kind of mess things up, but because the whole multiverse, they could change that shit around. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because what confused me is when they started showing and I'm sure they showed it in age of Ultron some, and I just don't remember it um, is how, Wanda and her brother Pedro, 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 got Pietro. their powers. Pedro, how they got their powers, and I was like, just a sec. That's so. This was like, I'm like, okay, they had to rework this for just the MCU because of non X Men related stuff. I'm like, did I or did I fuck something up in my mind and forget that this they weren't really those kids or something? I was like, what the hell happened? No. To my head? There so. was there was a post credit scene in whatever the last movie was prior to um, Age of Ultron. I don't remember if it was Iron Man three or if it was Winter Soldier. There's definitely a post credit scene where you see both of them like in cells or stall whatever in the were. test cells. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like they're they're being like you know held by whatever the hydra entity was at that point mm-hmm. and everything and then yeah they're they're introduced fairly early on in age of ultron because that's like where their the eight avengers are attacking in the first scene of that movie but yeah see that was the whole thing they were saying like you know, they got their powers that way but then of course she's saying oh no you've always had your powers so that's something that's obviously going to require further exploration yeah see here's the thing i think they they did that on purpose because you know, at the time, I don't think they, that's the way they wanted to do it. But I think after they bought, they got the X-Men back and when they started writing this, 
I think this might be their way of like their explanation of showing her watching I Love Lucy and showing what happened in that cell that she always had her powers. That'd be like, okay, there's always been mutants. So <laughs> some mutant, there's mutants here, but their powers haven't, you know, progressed because I mean, pretty much that's how that that's how they do it in the comics and stuff, you know. Yeah, you, you have, have your you have age. your yeah, you have your powers, and all of a sudden at a certain age, you start they start they manifesting fruition yeah. and all that stuff, and they come out and all that. So that might be their way of just doing that little subtle as a foreshadowing to you know the x-men coming in and the mutants and all that jazz using the word mutants now and being able to so it'll be interesting to see where they go i think that was some foreshadowing for some future shit and the other thing that i thought was really for me because i because of not knowing i was doing x-men comics but i never got it for some reason i never came across any with the scarlet witch or quicksilver in it um seeing how massive her powers are because you know in the mutant realm she would be like a category five or six mutant like the highest level mutant with the amount of powers that she has same with how gene gray was you know gene gray Mm -hmm. was a level five mutant because she had such massive powers and abilities so it's kind of interesting how we got to see like how like powerful she is being able to create this whole world be able to hold uh capture people's minds so that they would act out scenes the way that she wanted them to being able to manifest vision out of her own grief, be able to manifest her own kids, um, you know, because that's what she wanted. Like it was really, really crazy, but really, really cool at the same time to see how powerful she is. I mean, how well she's able to manipulate the world and recreate it in her, in the way that she wants it to be. Which is kind of scary too, because uh, she could just like take over the whole world <laughs> if she really wanted to. I, I I think you're being very sexist talking about how massive her powers are. Wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! See, the other thing too oh, is like you know they they had the levels of mutants, but they also had the certain mutants where they called Nexus mutants, where she pretty much could whoop. Jean Grey's ass if she really wanted to probably even as the Phoenix version Mm -hmm. um, for the most part just because those Nexus mutants have the power to rewrite time and all that stuff and reality and some other crazy jazz they can do as well so by the world though I mean it's it's just I'm just glad they kind of like I've been kind of waiting since she was introduced to actually be full-fledged Scarlet Witch Mm-hmm. And I was hoping that was going to happen in this series because if that didn't happen in the series, that probably would have disappointed me. Mm-hmm. If I would have had to wait till a fucking movie to see that shit, I would be like, fuck. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that's something I really wanted to happen in the series. Yeah. And the, which... new, the new the new outfit was interesting too. In that it's yeah, you know, it's reminiscent of the classic Scarlet Witch design without being nearly as like you know risque, buxomly revealing as the. Uh, <laughs> Which I mean, like she she basically wore that costume in the Halloween episode, anyways. So I mean, that was mm-hmm. at least a nod to it and everything. I thought that was the, you know, was yeah. was interesting. So yeah. I also just want to point out, like, I think I mentioned before, you know, it's uh, I thought the show was really well acted and everything. I also just you know think it's uh, kind of continues to be funny how uh, at first the way that it seems like everybody first knew Elizabeth Olsen was like. Oh, she's Mary Kay and Ashley's younger sister. 
well, at least we know she got the acting talent. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, yeah. And now everybody goes, who's Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen? <laughs> I, I <am> almost, so. <laughs> they probably, those two, those two pretty much falling off the face of the earth as far as well, they, people they just, remembering them. They, they just don't act. They do like, they have like the fashion line and all this other shit, supposedly. So, yes. whatever. yeah. But the one, one of the other cool scenes for me is where, Wanda is like in that midst of kind of realizing who she is as the Scarlet Witch and she's fighting Agatha and they're flying around and she's like hitting her with some of the, you know, her powers, but she's also throwing some of the powers out of no man's land and, you know, only to reveal at the very end where Agatha tries to, you know, suck the power out of her and like get everything out of her to know that she wrote that like um she wrote the, across the yeah. across the area and she's yeah. like the one who writes is the only one that can you know possess magic inside and she's like oh shit <laughs> she like legit up. knew she was done at that point like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool oh shit moment yeah uh, no. yeah yeah you done fucked up <laughs> <laughs> exactly but in the but in the same sense, kind of a dumb scene was where Vision is talking to the white Vision and he gives him all the memories. And then all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to fly off and fucking go away. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Where are we, It's like, where are we going to see him next? Well, you know, what's, his has... evolution, what's his evolution going to be in this story now? Right. And the fact that he has the memories now like brings a lot of questions into, okay, is he going to be good now? Because we know he was built to destroy Wanda and the fake vision, which was really completely fake because it wasn't ever real at all. Um, yeah. You know, we know that's why he was created and that they wiped everything out of the memory that they had to make him the ultimate like killing machine, essentially, which is the complete opposite of what Tony Stark created vision for in the age of ultron movie you know he was supposed to be essentially a helper and fight for good and all that stuff and um you know it'll be interesting to see what they do how they bring white vision back into it will it be only in the tv show will it be in a movie you know and and what kind of character is he going to be? Is he going to be in turmoil of, am I, you know, a killing machine or am I much more than that? It'll be very interesting because one of the things I always found very odd about this whole thing is that Wanda's in love with a fucking machine. Yeah. Um, That's (laughs) I mean, in the, in the comic, she said, it's not about the body. It's about the soul. So the soul is what falls in love technically he's a machine because he's made out of pet parts but he's also like a synthetic uh mind and ai he's like uh, it's it's really weird but anyways it's like i love this thing that has emotions because it's a constantly learning machine i'm like this is kind of weird but okay yeah, sure answer, answer. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that that always kind of threw me off but i'm like oh well, okay and everybody can love whoever they want to you know i've always believed in that but this is still fucking weird <laughs> yeah, it's been going on since the 70s they got married in 1975 <laughs> in the comics avengers yeah, number f- avengers number four i think 
It was a double-sized issue. Ooh, a double-sized issue. the year I was born. Or a super-sized issue, however they put it back in the day. That's what my wife calls me, a super-sized issue. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Every Thanks episode, something's got to come up. <laughs> Thanks for the TMI. <laughs> AJ's yeah. like, I've Those seen two it. Those are like cringing on this laugh because I think it's funny. That's good. Yeah. At. I'm so confused. That's I guess that's my role in this show is the confused one. That's the just kept saying that's gross. <laughs> I was doing a, like a voice like oh that's John. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I promise. Uh, so does anything anybody have anything else to add about WandaVision? Any any final thoughts? Uh well, I have a question for all of you. Ooh, Ooh, question. Will ever be a WandaVision series two? I doubt it. I, I also yeah. doubt. It. I don't know. I'm torn. I want there to be, but I don't know what they would do. Like I really don't know where it would go. Well, I think for one thing, it probably couldn't take place until after Doctor Strange, Strange sequel. And so we'll have to build off of whatever happens there, obviously. Um, but it also, I think, yeah, the availability of the actors is always obviously going to be a, a big thing, too. But I think it would also really depend upon if they actually feel like they have a story that needs to be told. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, and, that, and that's kind of like the good thing that about this series and where it seems like they're going after two episodes with uh you know falcon and the winter soldier and presumably where they're going to go with loki and everything just kind of help to expand those characters out a little bit more since they're not necessarily the characters who got the most amount of screen time in the movies yeah so you know you do get to uh expand on those characters a little bit more and you know that that helps to enhance the overall uh thing you know you get you get more attached to the characters it makes you care about them more so um that's always a good thing but yeah we'll have to see what they want to do but uh let's say if they were to do another series with these characters i I definitely don't think it would be the way that they did this one you know they're not going to do like all like the sitcom stuff and everything like that i don't think you can try to do that more than once no No, it would be probably like a more more of a normal show in itself yeah and i really so one of the things that has me torn in the in and this is leaning towards the doubt side is i don't know if you can make a normal show out of these type of characters because it's like what what would their normality be like they even in because in the movies they were they don't really have a, a story like they're this was their story like what happened to them afterwards like yeah everything that happened to wanda that we know of all happened previously and you get to see that in the movie like you know where she comes from you know how it happened um we know where vision comes from so it's not like they'd have to do everything new and so they'd have to create a whole new story. But what do you base it on? Like, what is it like them being crime, you know, superheroes? Is it them having like uh, a family? 
which they can't I mean, actually could do. Be because like, you, you, you hear the kids screaming while, while she's reading the book. So, um, I mean, you never know. I, I like Pat said, I think it's all going to depend on what happens in Doctor Strange 2. Mm-hmm. Like if that movie like goes from start to end and they finish a story with Wanda or even Vision, I think Vision won't show up. And I think Vision will be in that movie at some aspect. You know, maybe he'll come and help save the day. Who the hell knows with his memories back and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So well, we'll see. Maybe they might do something. Who knows? I kind of, I, I kind of feel that like they don't really want to do season twos of any the of stuff, their any TV of shows ones. for the MCU. Yeah. No, just because reading, reading, reading some of the like interviews that I've um, read from the directors of the show so far, it just really doesn't seem like they're making this to have like a season two. It's like I feel like they're making these to intertwine into the movie because it's to be yeah. filler in between the movies. Like to see I feel what's, like it, yeah, to see where they're these guys are doing now and to lead into X. And, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, instead of like in phase one, all we ever really got was these extra scenes at the end of movies. Now they can give us a whole TV show instead of just a, a two minute or thirty second clip at the end of a movie. They're giving us whole TV shows instead of just those little snippets. I feel like that it's, it's filler, but it's better filler than the cutscene at the end of a movie. Right, and they really need it now more than ever just because of the fact that it's taken them forever to produce new movies. Like there's – because of what's going on in the world, their normal production time on a movie is fucking exponentially longer. Oh, they just you keep know. bumping everything. So we're going to get Black Widow in, in the fall now or whatever. July. Well, right now it's it's, it's July. July. It's J- July 9th, and it sounds like I mean that's going to be the date because they're doing the whole Disney theater Disney and Disney Plus Disney pre- premiere. premiere access uh, same day. So I feel like once they've announced it that way, they're pretty much saying, "Yep, that's the date coming out, no matter what." Now at this point, and shit. Hopefully by July, things are a little bit more normal. I mean, I've. I went to the movie theater a couple of weeks ago. I'm going again next week, so I'll and I'll be fully vaccinated next week. So, um, you know, I'm I won't have a problem going to see the movie in July, especially if they're still doing like distancing and stuff. But we'll we'll see what happens there. But even so, I would still go see it because I like going to the movie theater. If I'm going to pay thirty bucks to see a movie, I'm going to go see it in a goddamn movie theater. I'm not going to sit and watch it at fucking home unless it's like you know I have like a disc that I'm putting into a machine. That means that I actually fucking own it. Yeah, so. I'll be going next Wednesday. See uh Godzilla and Kong. I'll be uh watching that at home. So yeah, uh, me and my me and my dad are gonna go see it on Easter Sunday on the IMAX screen because we waited a little too long to try to get tickets and there was like nothing really available for times we could go on Friday and Saturday next week. And hmm. I can't go midweek because of work. So uh yeah, we're we're going on we're going on Easter Sunday, but yeah, we're gonna go. See Godzilla. I may, I may end up. And, uh, I actually may end up watching it on Easter Sunday because Zach's. I know he's coming over here, and we're trying. We're going to watch it. So yeah, so and we're, I myself we're, will we're, not watch that. We're going to watch Godzilla and Kong and Mecha Godzilla. Oops. <laughs> oh yeah, don't worry. The toys already spoiled that one for everybody. <laughs> I know. I just. I just curious to see how it all fits in. But yeah, well, so am I. That's, that's, that's I another thing. 
definitely curious. Yeah. I'm excited to see it, though. I've been waiting for that movie. Yep. Nope. I saw the preview for oh. that, and I said, um, yeah, that's that. I can't watch that. Oh, <laughs> well, my dad's, a, you know, my, my dad was uh, seven, eight years old, you know, when the first Godzilla came out back in the 50s. And I think I've seen was- them all. I've, yeah. I've seen most of those when I was a kid. I watched a lot of those. Movies, well, so. well, that's what this is. This is like a Criterion collection. This is the whole Showa era film set from 1954 to 1975. I think I've seen like half of them at this I've point. Seen it. I've seen um, every movie. Yeah, but I love it. And obviously, I saw the horrible Independence Day guys, one from the late 90s. And yes. yeah, I've seen, some, I've, seen, I've seen some of the some of the newer Japanese ones too. But I mean. Yeah, like yeah, I guess like my dad was like seven or eight years old when the first one came out in the fifties, and I think he was pretty much like you know just enthralled by the concept. Even, even though, of course, the original point of Godzilla was a cautionary tale about nuclear weapons and shit. Uh, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, so you just want to see big giant lizards smash uh, other monsters. So you know. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I have I've seen one of the older Godzillas w- with the really bad dubbing. Where I go, oh my god, it's Godzilla! And so, no, I thought, <laughs> you know, well, I've, I've seen like one or two of those, and and, right, and, and they you, are what they are. I just yeah. I have no desire at, at at this time to watch those type of movies. Like I don't like any kind of giant lizard or giant animal movie. Like I I don't have any interest in those. That's just not my genre to watch. Oh, so. good. So, oh, good. That's all. All well, right. What if, uh, like, uh, your son got into it? Would you watch him then? If my son got into it, sure, I'd watch him with him. But okay. you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna purposely put it on and, hey, buddy, watch this. You know, it's just <laughs> if he happens to find it. I mean, tr- trust me, he finds some very interesting things that he watches on YouTube. Like he'll watch Ryan's World, and then all of a sudden, Ryan's World will go off, and something else will come on that's like kid oriented like these uh mashers marvel masher things that they came out with where you can mix marvel oh, yeah. marvel characters together he's like dad yeah. put on them put on the mashers video i'm like ugh, like <laughs> some dude playing with his freaking toys on youtube like really like <laughs> that's funny weirdos <laughs> watches a, a youtube show of a guy playing with his action figures <laughs> yeah. that's kind of awesome and funny all of the same the same concept there but you know and I'm calling them weirdos, and here we are. We're talking about freaking Marvel <laughs> Studio stuff. <laughs> so, oh well, look, that's a beautiful picture of Pat's uh, back, uh, his uh, dirty laundry, <laughs> or is that the clean laundry that he's got to fold? I don't know. All I mean, is it dirty got... or is it sticky? <laughs> oh, oh, damn it! It could be there both. Had to go there. <laughs> oh, I was going there. It was no stopping. <laughs> Well, but even though Darth Pat has up and left us, <clears> decided <throat> to leave <laughs> all of a sudden. Um, anybody got anything else to add about WandaVision that they want to leave us with or our viewers with? I gave it a nine out of ten. I like the whole concept. I'd yeah, probably give it a seven. And I was slowing a little in the beginning, but you know, as it time went on, you can kind of see why they did that. But I enjoyed a lot of it. Yeah. I'd probably be right there with you somewhere between an eight and nine for me. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. What about you, Pat? I think I'm like 7.5 really. Like it's like, I feel like it's a little bit better than a seven, but not quite an eight. Yeah. These two fucking losers. <laughs> I'm kidding guys. 
Just hey, imagine if they made it a cartoon. Neither. <laughs> if they made it a cartoon, you know AJ wouldn't have watched it. it. That's right. <laughs> and then he wouldn't have been. We wouldn't be having this episode. He'd be like, I didn't fucking watch that shit. It's a cartoon. I ain't watching no fucking cartoons. <laughs> oh, Damn man. straight. All right. I so it was a cartoon with boobs, though. <laughs> <laughs> boobs. No, that would be one of our un- other friends that would want to watch that particular show. So before we derail and f- the train falls yes. off the tracks, crashes into a mountain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's. Uh... Superman will come save us. <laughs> Well, we can talk about the Snyder Cut, sure. No, we're not going to talk about that because I haven't seen it and I don't know when I'm going to have a chance to see it, but I heard it's really awesome, so I do want to probably see that now. I like I just, it a whole bunch. But I got to dedicate four hours of my life to that, so I got to figure a very good time to do that. My my, my whole issue with the Snyder Cut is I, I do have a very good friend uh, who told me that he thought it was pretty good. But then when I kind of like read the description over to see that it's like pretty much the exact same plot, well, yeah, of course. Um, we just, just fucked like, it longer. up. I'm really sitting there saying, hey, do I really want to watch that, though? So I, I don't know. Yeah. To be honest with you, when I watched it, it didn't even seem like four hours. All right. Leg- it legit didn't seem like, because you're watching it. He's right. It's like, I'll agree it's like you know, you had the beginning, and it's like chapter one. And then you're going through chapter two. And you're like, you're, you just keep going through, and it's like, Oh shit! We're three hours into this, and it only feels like an hour, an hour and a half. I mean, I watched it in two chunks. I didn't watch it all at once. I, I watched, watched the whole. I watched the whole two thing hours and through. then two hours about. I watched straight oh. through. <laughs> Chapter eighty-two: Batman stares <laughs> into the abyss. And the epilogue was cool. I, I you know, that that the ending part there. Yes. Because once you get to like the end of the chapter six, you're like, wait a minute. We saw trailers with this, this, and this in there. And where is that? that shit? And then you find out what all that happens. All right. So that does. So with that being said, because we're not going to talk anymore about yes. that, because that's not what our <laughs> episode's about. Um, but this episode's been about everything. <laughs> it really kind of has. But nothing <laughs> under the sun. Um, that does bring us to the end of our show, which means it is time for, yes. And if you tuned in all the way and listened all the way to the end, it's time for Mount Rushmore. And Mount Rushmore is going to be this week about our favorite character from the show WandaVision. So who would like to start us off? To, should I start us off? Uh, somebody else want to start us off? Okay. I'll uh, start us Pat off. should start us off once he comes back to his child. <laughs> he keeps leaving. He's, you know, oh. I, evidently he doesn't want to be on the show anymore. So we're going to officially write him out of the story. We're going to have him die a horrible death in our in, in the storyline. <laughs> Darth Bat's obituary. <laughs> Fell in the Darth toilet. Pat. Darth Pat. Great friend. Great dart side trainer. Died of a horrible death of too much oil. <laughs> <laughs> she, she sucked him dry. <laughs> so you so what, what, what are we talking about? Died a horrible death of oil. We're talking about the drowning. We're talking about the community episode where Pierce died, and when they finally ask, "Why did Pierce? How did Pierce die anyway?" and his lawyers all like, "Oh, dehydration from filling up all those sperm containers." <laughs> so, is that what you're you talking? Like, about? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Bit, yeah, the the opposite though, you know. 
you you met you met the uh squirter of your life <laughs> jesus <laughs> what <laughs> Did I just hear what I think you did say? Yes, I think yes, I did hear that. Me 100%. Tell me yes, he you didn't did. just say that. Tell hey. me he didn't just say that. It's, it's, how, he, it's how he dies. It's on his headstone. Get it? Headstone. He died. <laughs> All right. So let me start us off with the Mount Rushmore of favorite character from the WandaVision show. <laughs> As Pat dies of drowning from oral <laughs> listen the train is derailed it's gone through the mountain it'll be sunk in the hole to the center of the earth superman better come save us now i don't even think superman can save us now so my favorite character in the wandavision show was cat dennings who played um <laughs> shit i can't even remember who she played darby. darby yeah she played darby um so wasn't it actually my favorite side thing i can't even remember the character i'm terrible with fucking names i give up um but she was she was actually my favorite character because just she has that like like snarky kind of attitude like she she knows she's smart but she kind of plays it down but then when she needs to remind people that she's actually very intelligent she tells them um you know, she's not really kind of afraid to speak her mind when she, when it's needed. Like she's not just out there being an ass. Like she has intention behind the things that she's doing and saying. So um, she was kind of my favorite character. And she was one of the characters that I really liked from the Thor movies too. Like when, when you saw her in Thor and that. So um, to see Lewis. her in that show and kind of re rehashing that r- role and then uh, getting to see more interaction and see her. And, and I, not that I regularly watch, but I caught a couple episodes. I did like her in that two broke girls uh, TV show that she was, she was doing that too. I used to watch that from time to time. That was a funny show. They made me laugh. So, um, so she was my favorite character, Kat Dennings. All right. Who's going next? I'll go. All right. Oh, shit. Uh, really watch him, watch him take the person I was going Oral to. Oral Roberts. And this, <laughs> no, I'm not, I've never been a big fan of uh, evangelists, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, like, I think they're kind of assholes and shit, you know. But anyway, um, no, my, my favorite character, believe it or not, was Randall Park's FBI agent Jimmy Woo. Because Jimmy Woo! Jimmy Woo's awesome. He was he was somebody who we'd seen before because you know he was in Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, so he provided a connection to you know what we've seen before, so that always helps. Um, and the fact that he's generally uh, you know a good guy and you know he's a pretty just a, really like a straightforward character who he's not going to be like a hindrance to the plot in the sense that. He's constantly going to doubt what like the smarter people are saying to him or, you know, like hold up things with like, you know, just like disbelief and stuff. You know, he goes straight through and he like, you know, goes like where like the evidence will take him and, and shit like that. So and he's determined to try to do the right thing. And I guess he also pretty much realizes that he feels like, you know, Wanda's not the enemy and everything. So, um, yeah, there's just a, like a lot of good qualities to his character and that he just wants to do right by everybody else so um and he's also one of those guys who can be funny by not being funny uh 
that's not really medicine it's salt even though it sounds like one uh it's just like you know he's kind of funny by you know sometimes being the one who does say the thing that's like kind of, kind of clueless or or yeah, uh or just or just at a point but you know, you're not really laughing at him so much as you're just kind of laughing at the fact that you know here's a guy who's in an incredible situation you know like when we first see him in this show like you know he's there with like the, the local cops you're like this town doesn't exist and like, like he goes and like he's just like looking at the sign right there that's, like, <laughs> the name of the town. you know he's like uh-huh so <laughs> you know doesn't um, exist eh yeah so he, he's great with like his reaction shots and stuff like that so uh, he, he plays that same he does that same stuff when he's on the young rock show he, he's that same kind of like yeah comedian type where he's not always trying to be funny he just comes off as funny he's not overbearing yeah. when he tries to yes. do it i also remember he he appeared in one uh late season episode of the office as like a Asian Jim, where like uh, Jim and Jim and Pam decided to play a prank on Dwight one day by having like their friend, who I can't remember the name that they gave him, sit in the, like the office one morning and pretend to be Jim because Jim was at like a dentist appointment, and it, like he was like acting like Jim and he knew like all of Jim's like you know like passwords, and then there was even like a picture of of like him with Pam with a couple of kids who who looked you know Asian and everything, so it was one of the funnier. Uh, office pranks uh too and it's also kind of funny in a way because you know the guy who's rumored to play reed richards and the mcu version of fantastic four is john krasinski who was jim on the office so just kind of it would it would, it would be kind of funny if that ended up happening and just kind of show how like almost everybody gets into the mcu at some point so but we'll see <laughs> Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. I don't like him. Not a big fan of his. I'm, I'm actually not either, Jeremy. So, so right. uh, I mean, to me, he's Jim. That's my issue. I haven't really. There's only been really a couple of things that I've seen him not be Jim. Uh, you know, I, I should probably watch that Jack Ryan show to try to get a different opinion of him to see if he, also to see if he can do something that's not comedy. So, the, uh, the Jack Ryan show was. I like it a lot. It's awesome. Yeah, he's not. He wouldn't be my first choice either, Jerry. <laughs> I mean, I thought it, I, it could impress directed, me and surprise me. He directed. He directed a Quiet Place, which I didn't think I would ever. I didn't think I would ever enjoy that movie, and I thought it was pretty good to the point where I may actually go see the sequel in theaters. But hmm. um, yeah, I just yeah, we'll see. All right, he doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't necessarily strike me as Reed Richards, but then again. Neither did the first the the first two people. I mean, like Yo and Griffith, who played him in the, the movies like from ten years ago. I'd seen him in other stuff beforehand, but I didn't know if he would ever be my first idea as Reed Richards. And Miles yeah. Teller, sure, shit, would never be my idea for Reed Richards because I don't think much of Miles Teller. But that's my opinion. And I liked him. I was okay with him. So. All right. So AJ, favorite character from the One Division show. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna change my pick. Oh. What I originally said, I'm gonna go with Catherine Hahn with Agatha because I really like her. So anything, anything I've seen her and I've enjoyed, and I did really enjoy her on the show. So I actually liked enjoyed her more than even Wanda and Vision, and I like Paul Bettany a lot too. Mm-hmm. But Catherine Hahn to me was the surprise in the show. So yeah, absolutely, I yeah, enjoyed sure. her. And, and just remember, she was the one who told Christina Applegate that Ron Burgundy will read whatever is in that teleprompter. 
Yes, she did. <laughs> she this this was one of the few times where I've seen her on a leash where she couldn't be foul, which is what she usually is, and I generally enjoy that about her. She's got a potty mouth, <laughs> but they had to keep her on a leash on this one. So, I, I guess you could put it that way. It's an interesting way of putting it, but and, you know, I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> I kind of lost my thought there. <laughs> The more we talk Theo. about the show, okay. the more I realize that she really was my favorite character on the show. Yeah. So. Theo, favorite character. So since AJ just stole mine, <laughs> I'm going with Wanda. It's all good. I had a backup just in case it would happen. I thought Pat was going to pick Agatha. I actually, oh. I was going to take Randall Park and then Pat took him too. So like everybody's <laughs> stealing each other's shit. <laughs> Well, before you say you were going to take Pedro, but then I ended up talking about him for like an extended amount on it. So then I'm like, I, I'm not going to talk about him again. So whatever, I'm picking Wanda. She did a cool <laughs> job. She did an awesome job in the show. She was my second pick. So either way, it doesn't matter at this point. I'm taking Wanda. I like her a lot. Uh, I think they picked a good person to play her in the MCU overall in general. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed her acting and her playing Scarlet Witch from the beginning. So I think they've picked the right people just to play this. just about everybody. Normally they do. Normally they do. So far, for the most part, they have. They have um, a hell of a screening process. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, DC, I think, has picked, you know, for the most part, almost everybody properly yeah. for their roles. Yeah, since it became more even Ben Affleck. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really, I haven't seen any of the DC, the recent DC movies. So, um, from what I've seen the previews, they look pretty darn good. But I've never actually seen them. But all right, so our Mount Rushmore, uh, we have Cat Dennings who played Darcy, Randall Parks who played Jimmy Woo, Catherine Hahn who played Agatha, and Elizabeth Olsen who played Wanda. That is our Mount Rushmore. So. Pretty cool Mount Rushmore. I mean, it, it was, I don't know if I want to say it was kind of predictable that we might pick those people just because they were probably the best characters in the movie. Some people might say, no, nah, ah, it, was, it was, you know, the general or whatever. You know, I, I thought that guy was just a dickhead in the show. You know, unless you like dickheads, then, you know, maybe you would pick that guy. But, uh, but you knew he was going to be a dickhead. So, yeah, you kind of did know he was going to be a dickhead. Very true. But, uh, pretty cool Mount Rushmore. Uh, and hopefully we'll get to see all these people continue to play parts in the MCU as those characters and just kind of continue that whole um, storyline for themselves and that, because it's pretty cool. All right. Any final thoughts before we end the show tonight? Nope. Okay. I'll take that as a no for, I'll take uh, Theo speaking for everybody as a no. (laughs) Uh, So we want to thank you, everybody, everybody, absolutely thank you guys for tuning in uh whether you catch this on youtube for the video version or if you're catching it on any of the different medias in which we have our audio version um darth pat almost fell out his did you almost fall (laughs) he hit himself in the head purposely with a coke bottle i missed that i just saw him fall backwards i was like oh shit, he's gonna fall fall in his chair Oh, there's our unofficial sponsor, he was acting. Coca-Cola. Um, <laughs> I thought it was supposed was to crack me, but it felt like it it wasn't going to. Like it was going to betray me at the last moment, just like a fucking chair would. 
But we really do guys, thank you guys for tuning in. It's a great pleasure to be able to come here uh, on a pretty much a weekly basis, entertain you guys, entertain ourselves. Um, if you are catching us on YouTube, you know, give us a thumbs up, give us a big like, you know, hit that notification button, um, subscribe to our channel. That way you never miss an episode. Tell more people about it because, hey, we're just out here to entertain. We want to make sure that people are getting entertained and having a good time because we all need to get away from some, sometimes reality and this uh, I think this is a pretty damn get good way to do that. It's get away from reality sometimes. Just laugh at us. It's yeah, just laugh at easy. us because yeah, it, yeah. I make I make it pretty damn easy because I can't say the right <laughs> names. I can't say shit right. So you know, I, I make it pretty easy as AJ sits there and freaking makes his goofy ass face that he always makes. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and come on, let's think about it. We're we're trying to overtake, uh, you know, Jim Cornette here as uh, you know in terms of like views and stuff. You know. <laughs> We're aspiring to that level, so uh, we can we can start making some of that sweet sweet cash. <laughs> you know, we, we we don't have merchandising the way Jim Cornette does, but um, yeah, <laughs> that's all right. I don't think I'd, I I I kind of feel sad for the people that buy Jim Cornette's merchandise because those are probably like all like fifty and six year old guys that probably hate people like continuously. They're probably a bunch of no, I'll just we'll just stop there. <laughs> You're just mean. Fuck you, trying to say, motherfucker. And with that said, we're gonna sign off, and we're gonna say good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. <laughs>